0: Radio trivia podcast edition. It has been a long time. This is episode 17. Some bad yeah. things
1: happened and we weren't able to get any radio trivia out for a while.
0: So, yeah, it uh, didn't help that I was on vacation, but we're sorry. Uh, plans fell through. Yeah, we, we wanted to do something else, but um, well, the world kind of exploded on, on Brad for a little while, I think. <laughs> um, no sh- Yeah, anyway, uh, since it's been so long, I'll remind you how to play. Uh, We have uh, actually six games tonight. We wanted to kind of apologize for being gone for so long. Um, We'll have six games, and from each game we have three songs. The idea is to figure out what the game is from the songs. Um, We actually have another thing that's special about tonight. Um,
1: This is a special Japan edition.
0: Right, we did a European edition a little while ago. We thought it would be fun to do a, a Japan edition. So the rules are the game has to have never come out in America. Any any way, shape, or form.
1: And there are a lot of those.
0: There are a lot of those, so it wasn't too hard to pick some, and uh, we even found six. So, we'll also have a question for you after the second song. Uh, it doubles as a trivia question if you know the game, or a hint question if you haven't quite figured it out. So, we hope you have fun, and, and uh, this is a fun distraction from Mario, um, and you're actually willing to listen to this game, this uh, trivia, instead of playing Mario. Thank you. <laughs> I actually have not started playing Mario yet. I, I bought it uh, Shame yesterday. Shame on you. Well, you know what? Once I start playing it, um, I'm not going to get much sleep probably. So the game is a masterpiece. Yeah. So I, I, I'm waiting till the weekend. Um, I was actually I actually have to take care of a Phoenix Wright Three review first, anyway. So
1: no no distractions. Oh, so that's what PW Three meant.
0: Yes. Yes. Phoenix Wright Three. Uh, that actually should be up in the next maybe even before this podcast goes up weren't you also
1: doing fire emblem as well
0: um i was going to do mm-hmm. that but um i think carl may be taking care of that now i, I mean i can review it but mario is the next game i'm playing
1: <laughs> carl gets all the good reviews
0: anyway uh we i hope you guys enjoyed this special japan japan edition and uh You may not know all the games because, obviously, fewer people have played imports, but our hope is that we pick games that either you may have heard of before, or maybe you haven't, but they have pretty good music, or fun fun stories to tell.
1: Yes, without Um, further ado, game one, song one. I wish I had bought, but I never did.
0: That's a shame. Yes, it that's is. A, that's a big shame. On the to song, too. All right. know this game.
1: I really do but... This was a real this is a really publicized game too.
0: Yeah so uh, how could you play a handful of this title's songs without purchasing it?
1: that music. It's from Full Metal Alchemist.
0: Yes, it's the uh, second opening song. So No. Uh,
1: no. It is the fourth.
0: Fourth? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Still, Full Metal Alchemist. I thought it was a fun pick. Um, and the game is actually... Uh, I'll, I'll get it wrong. Daigaso Band Brothers Tsukya Kyoku cartridge, or in, in English, it right. uh, it's the ex- expansion pack for uh, Band Brothers, the uh, famous DS game that never came out in the US. I heard it was probably because of uh, them losing the source code, and I believe it. No, that game was...
1: the main re- the main reason was because of all the licensing issues. Oh, I... there's there's a lot of licensed music in it.
0: So the licensing's pretty easy. They have, um, I mean, they use a company that that makes that really easy for them. And well, especially since we're not, they're not even doing cover bands or anything. It's all MIDI. Um, it's not that expensive. Well, look Now, at, obviously, now, there's a lot of effort involved in, in if they wanted to use different songs in the U.S. But look, I, I wasn't under the impression that was the reason why they didn't bring it up.
1: Look at a game like Jump Superstars and Jump Ultimate Stars. Same, That's different. Same issue. Licensing now,
0: issue. Yeah, but there it's because different companies in America have different, like, uh, different contracts for different like anime characters and things like that. This is just music. It's different. There's no exclusivity contract on this music to only be in one game or, or by one publisher. So, but I mean, that, yes, licensing probably added to the reason why Nintendo didn't bother. Um, but talking about the actual game, if this is the expansion pack, not the actual DS game. Um, all th- all three songs are from the expansion pack, but. Um, You could play uh, some songs that were found on the expansion pack um, without it because Nintendo posted... um, There's an in-game editor, and uh, it's actually pretty good, all things considered. And uh, Nintendo posted some songs on their website that you could hand-enter in the editor and be able to play. So, like the Mario 64 song and uh, some other songs were included in the expansion pack that you could have also played.
1: Didn't this... um... Expansion pack just plug into the um, GBA port.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like the only real expansion pack that's been released for the DS. Well, I mean, there have been there there have been option packs that are like Rumble and stuff like that, but this was like a honest to god expansion pack to a game. I mean, I, I don't think there's any other one out yet like that. I don't think so. Yes, and it was pretty cool. This, I mean. Even though it is by the things separately, and I mean, this is the best value I've gotten out of my DS games. I mean, uh, this game I like play every time I'm on an airplane. Um, frankly, I've even used it in a pinch when I need to drown out snoring from a roommate when I'm on, on travel. I mean, seriously, <laughs> this is like the best thing ever for me. And uh, anyone anyone who's familiar with with uh, my love for this game said, "Yeah, he's gonna play Band Brothers" when, when he heard that we we're doing Japan-only games.
2: <laughs> um, I don't He's know if right. you can
0: still find uh, copies of this game in, in import stores, There's but
1: pro- probably one or two floating around in either, at either um, NCSX shop or um, yeah. PlayAsia.
0: Yeah, I mean you have to get the DS game first, and, and I, I do recommend just starting off with that. You don't you don't need a like this many songs to start yeah. off with. So but if you can hunt down the card, uh, really do check it out, make, see if you like it. The, I guess the difficulty curve is, is pretty high, I guess, on, on this game, and, and you have to be pretty good to unlock uh, the editor and some other things. I have a pretty high distaste for um, rhythm games. I, I do too, but this game's different, and I like it because it doesn't feel like a rhythm game. It really feels like you're playing a musical instrument. Um, in rhythm games, it's like you punch notes that sort of related to the song, but not or the part you're playing, but not really, and it's unmuting a, a pre-recorded track in most cases, This one, you're literally playing the instrument, and you hear if you play a wrong note. Um, You can play notes even if it doesn't want you to. I mean, that's why it's MIDI, because it can do it on the fly and do it properly. Um, So there's a trade-off there, and I I like it. I really do.
1: Well, Um, games like DDR and Guitar Hero and all those, they employ MP3 tracks,
0: which don't allow
1: you to do much.
0: That's exactly what my, my problem is. I can't hear my mistake, you know? So... So yeah, I guess if you want to have like vocalists, this isn't your game. Um, and you know that's why I like DBA too, because they didn't even try to go that route. It was just you're dancing to the music, you know. So, yeah. And so that works a lot better in my opinion. Not that things, things like Guitar Hero aren't fun, but uh, I like the Field Band Brothers. I really do. Um, anyway, that's enough. We got five more games to go through. Yeah, um, we do. I love Me Band Brothers though. looks on people's faces right
1: now <laughs> oh my god that's actually my first time hearing
2: that music
0: So why don't you read off the question for us? All right. How long
1: did it take for the player to download this game?
0: sure some clever gamers know this game
1: i bet people the others are just itching to know what this is well i'm gonna tell them the name of this game is bs zelda no Densets*. sets
0: this was the zelda one uh remix remake um for the bandai Satellaview. no it's
1: called, it's broadcast Satellaview x
0: oh Pardon me, broadcast at Teleview X.
1: It was put out by Bandai as a uh, okay. SNES add on.
0: Right, it used uh, magnetic tape storage, if I remember correctly, is that right? And internal memory. So, um, yeah, so this is very much like a, I guess you could say it's kind of like the uh, Metroid Zero mission for Zelda 1, uh, except probably not quite as good quality. Well, um, it was
1: released in episodes, actually.
0: Released in episodes and it took a long time to download. Um,
1: Considering like, this uh, game is only a few megabytes in size.
0: Uh, I think that was our question, wasn't it? Yep. So, how, how long did it take? Seven minutes. Well, what, what year? When, when was this released? Was this. Actually, this was what, like 96 or 97? This is actually pretty late. This was is, this
1: late. Is like 94, 95. Oh, really? And um, Well, then,
0: then that actually is kind of in line with like dial up rates.
1: Probably. I think it was like a 28.8 or an 18.9 um, kilobyte a second modem.
0: Yeah, I mean that's not all that far off. It was. I mean, but this, this is a, this was broadcast though, right? This was from like a satellite or something, right?
1: Yes, and it was unbelievably expensive.
0: Well, you have to understand that the mod—I don't think you had to pay for the downloads, right? No. So the. The, bro- the models broke. business model broken from the start because you had to spend all of your money up front for all the games that were ever going to be on the system. And it was only like two or three games, and... There were more than that, I think. And there were some like big names behind it, too. I mean, obviously Bandai. Zelda. Um, and uh, there were a lot of, like, Square released quite a few, I think, including, like, a at least a spiritual successor to uh, like Chrono Trigger. It wasn't really the same style of game, but it was in the same universe probably yeah so i mean there, there were some reasons to get it, but it these games I mean,
1: were were um driven by ad re, ad revenue really this is the first instance of in-game advertising
0: so what what while you were downloading there were ads going on or something was yeah that, huh that's interesting
1: and uh, what's interesting about this game in particular is it used a real-time um, calendar to um, plan out and execute events in real time.
0: Right, you could get like uh, upgrades or stuff or little treasures and stuff. So if you're playing a different
1: if you're playing a different time and uh, somebody on the um, server side executes an event, you get like, 99 bombs or um, double damage or get a red candle.
0: Nothing terribly exciting.
1: <laughs> Nothing terribly exciting, but also there was a mention of in um, Nintendo's magazine that players with high scores would uh, receive special gifts. And it is assumed that they're little gashapon figurines. Which would explain the um, mysterious um, Zelda swag that showed up o- over the years that really has no apparent origin.
0: Wait, so so they were able to tell? I mean, in the real world, they actually sent little presents for high scores. Yes. So there was some sort of upload capability for for Nintendo to see high scores then, because they had to be posted yeah. somewhere. Oh, that's Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Well, there was a lot of communication. So I, I actually did play this game on an emulator like four years ago, at least like halfway through. I, I don't remember much about it, but it certainly you doesn't... You should thank the hackers. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You should yeah. thank the okay, hackers. thank you, hackers. Um, and, I mean, th- this didn't feel like it was a Nintendo game. I, I have to wonder if they kind of outsourced it or threw it to interns or, or whatever. Um, I mean, just, I don't know. There was
1: also a third um, hero, really? per se, and all of them were um, the Satella View mascots. <laughs> None of them were Link. You didn't play as Link. No,
0: I don't know. See, it's been a long time since I played. I must I have not noticed that.
1: They were they were nameless um, heroes, and they were Cite- the Satella View mascots.
0: Okay. You know, it's possible that the, the emulated version that I played patched z- Link back in or something, too.
1: Yeah, that's one of the things some um, hackers did to the game. Super.
0: So that's Zelda and the the Satellaview. I, I can't remember the real name of it.
1: Broadcast Satellaview.
0: And what's the X for? Just like the PlayStation has yeah. X at the end of it when we see it online? I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's stupid. Okay. Okay
1: look at look at uh, animes like Dragon Ball Z the Z has no meaning yeah yeah that's true Japanese just attach letters for the hell of it (laughs) well I,
2: I guess we should move on
1: is not the music I would expect from this company.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, well, well, next uh, song. Yeah. Game.
1: I assume you own this one.
0: Actually, no. Um, so, uh, question, question, question.
1: Yes, indeed. This
0: game marked the end of a long relationship between which two companies? I think that's a hint. So you asked if I ever... Uh, oh, you asked if I owned the game. I'd never even played the game. But uh, I know the music, uh, and when I heard it, I just absolutely loved it. Those aren't actually even the songs I like the most. I just wanted to not play the songs that everyone had already heard on radio over and over again. Um, this game is called Treasure Hunter G for the Super Famicom, and it is the very last game, Square, uh, made for a Nintendo system, until way, way, way later on the GBA. Um, And actually, they they announced uh, that they were not going to be supporting Nintendo platforms two weeks after this game was released. So, this really marked the
1: end. Yeah,
0: um, this game was not developed by Square. It was actually developed by uh, Skip. Sting, pardon me, Sting. And uh, you may have heard that name from Yigdra Union or Riviera which came out on uh I guess were they both on the DS or was, was uh Yigdor Union a late GBA game?
1: I'm trying to remember. Igdra Union is on the DS and Riviera was that it late is on the
0: G B A Okay. Um I don't know I think that those games are the plus and minuses if I remember correctly. I I sort of saw Riviera at E three not hands-on, but lengthy, kind of, with Atlas, um, kind of presentation.
1: I played it, while it, while it presents some interesting aspects of gameplay, it's really nothing special.
0: Well, I'm really curious about uh, this game, Treasure Hunter g um, I don't know if the gameplay is awesome, it's probably pretty good, it has a decent following, uh, it has an English translation, you know, online, um, unofficial, of course. but the music's amazing um, and it and basically it's presented kind of like a traditional Japanese RPG with you know your party going around and going to dungeons. but the battle systems actually a strategy RPG, uh, grid based, turn-based. Uh, I guess you can set traps and different characters have different, different ranges and different attacks and, and affinities. Um, but the game just sounds interesting and unconventional and uh,
1: speaking of which I am currently reviewing the first front mission.
0: Is that a strategy RPG?
1: Yeah. Hmm. It's also by Square.
0: Hmm. Was it developed or just published by him?
1: De- developed.
0: Okay, I'm curious. So, um, let's see. Any, anything else worth noting about? Well, there were a lot of different composers. And, um, I don't know. I guess the, the one that I proposed... There were like six different composers for this game. Um, and the, the one that seems most prominent, at least memorable to me, is John P. And I don't know if he's done anything else. Uh, maybe it's a pen name for someone else. I, I don't know.
1: Um, Wasn't Mr. Yomatsu involved with
0: this? I don't think so. let um, the Other names I'm seeing on here Masaharu Rezon Iwata um, Akiko Goto um. Now it's, I don't think it's your standard Square guys, you know. uh, That's
1: why it doesn't sound like anything else they've done. Yeah,
0: but it sounds awesome. Uh, And certainly they're they're leveraging Square's uh, technology there because it sounds really good.
1: Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah, and obviously I'll I'll have some good songs in the background over this discussion. Or you've already heard it. (laughs) So uh, let's go on to the next game. Yes, please do. Yeah, you're sick of talking about a game you don't know anything about.
1: I'm excited to reveal this game because I I am so good at pronouncing Japanese names <laughs> I just want to show off.
0: <laughs> so uh, question, question, um, question.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. Richard, the protagonist's friendly rival, makes a cameo appearance in which other game?
2: (音楽) Thank you.
0: Sounds kind of kind of familiar. Uh, geez, I, I don't know what, what's the game.
1: All right, here we go. Kairu uh, no ni kane wa naru. For the frog, the bell trolls.
0: The trolls. trolls. Or t- <laughs> for the frog, the bell tolls.
1: I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got I got new gaff on the mic.
0: <laughs> so the for for the farm the bell trolls. <laughs> So... So this, this game is actually quite an interesting predecessor. Um, the third song uh, you might have recognized from uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Uh, and it actually, the third song is related to the question, because if you remember Richard's Villa from Link's Awakening, that's when that third song plays, or a shortened variation of it. Um... And, and actually, the ties are are deeper than that for, for the two games. The, this game came out first for the Game Boy, and uh, honestly, they, they reused the engine for Link's Awakening. They make some tweaks, but it's the same engine, and um, that's why the sound so, so, uh, the music sounds so similar. It even has the same composer, Kazumi T- T- Taka. And um, is he still with Nintendo? I, I don't know. I haven't heard any differently, but maybe. I mean, he did Animal Crossing, but I don't know what he's done recently. Um, but he is awesome. Yeah. Well. Um. I, yeah, I like him too. And where was I? Okay. So, so the game is kind of weird. I, I I played very little of it, but basically battles are are a game of numbers. It's your statistics versus theirs, and it just shows a little like you know dust cloud while the t- while you fight an enemy, and either you win or you lose based on whatever your your defense and attack and stuff like that, which you upgrade by finding and buying new. I-, I don't know if you buy new items, but you find new items. And uh, there's also platforming sections which I didn't get to, but I suspect are eerily similar to the platforming sections in Link's Awakening. Um, so it it's just a weird game. Um, because it it's sort of like an adventure RPG, but battle system's totally out of whack.
1: Speaking of um, similarities, the a certain item from Link's Awakening is very similar to a certain item in Mario Kart.
0: What you mean, the feather? Yes. I, I don't know. It's for all I know, the feather was originally from this game. I, <laughs> um, but yeah, so. I wish I, you know, I might go back and try to play this game. I mean, it's all in Japanese, so I, you know, I scratched my head for a little while and totally didn't know what was going on once I entered a battle, but I've I read a little more about it since. Um, it certainly sounds like an interesting game, and uh, like I said, it, it's the predecessor to Link's Awakening, so it's interesting to see kind of the origins of, of why that game was kind of different from. Well, yeah. It's funny because this was like an early Game Boy game, like 1992, and they're like still using that engine more or less in one of the last Game Boy Color games, Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. So that, that's kind of funny too.
1: <laughs> that's just about how good that engine
0: was. I, I guess it's the little engine that could. The uh, Ducks, All right, so well, I guess. Speaking of which, the reason I said
1: Trolls is because I was thinking about a certain thread on Neil Gap regarding? Um, it was it was put in a post E3 thread. As usual, a master ninja was ma- making fun of Jeff Bell, and he woke up the morning and checked check his private messages to find um, Jeff Bell had actually PM'd him and asked him what his contribution to society was.
0: What does this have to do with anything?
1: It doesn't. It doesn't have anything to do with it. It's just something I was, I was thinking of, because he earned the title For Whom the Bell Trolls.
0: Oh, okay. There we go. Play on this game's title. <laughs> Actually it's yeah. well, this game is uh, borrowed from uh what is it like a, a Hemingway book or something? I, I'm so bad with literature history or anything. So But that is For Whom the Bell Tolls. Or I'm sorry. Uh, it was the name of song. Oh. Yeah, okay.
1: Nice music.
0: So I can't talk right now.
1: Don't get misty eyed on me here. nice music
0: nice music yeah that's right it's not as good as Treasure Hunter D ha ha
1: lies <laughs> blasphemy
0: <laughs> okay so heresy what was the name of the first entry in this series called in North America Thank you.
1: Daikin Densets 3. Super Famicom.
0: And, uh, for those unfamiliar with the Japanese version, this was actually the direct sequel to Secret of Mana. But that's not the answer to our question. The answer is actually Final Fantasy Adventure for the Game Boy. So, fool you! But, uh, the, thir- the third song, I think, was in Secret of Mana, or at least a version of it was, wasn't it? <coughs> that so- I believe so. That sounds awfully familiar. I've never...
1: Pu- I've never played the game myself, but um, about the name Seiken Densetsu,
2: uh-huh.
1: it actually means "Legend of the Holy Sword."
0: Right. Well, the, I guess the GBA remake of Final Fantasy Adventure slash Seiken Densetsu uh, One uh, was called Sword of Mana. If that's worth anything. I don't know. Um, but I didn't. I don't know. This game has a cult following. I guess I, I wasn't crazy about Secret of Mana. I thought it was a good game, but it's kind of been blown out of proportion. Especially all these sequels are just not warranted. Um... Kind of like Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, I guess so. Um... I mean, the... Secret of Mana had some good stuff going for it. I mean, you could do co-op three players, which was pretty awesome. I only was able to do co-op with one other person, but, I mean, it's still a lot of fun. Um...
1: So it employed multi-tap.
0: Yeah, it did employ the multi-tap. Um, so I mean that was kind of neat because there aren't all that many uh, dungeon crawlers of that style that you can play with a friend.
1: Yeah. Actually an interesting note about this game is it had an actual calendar system that um, affected the magic system. On certain days one type of magic would be stronger than the other and actually on one day all the magic. Types were equal to each other.
0: Was this like a calendar, that, like its own game in-game calendar, or yeah? So it was
1: like days went days went by a matter of minutes.
0: Okay. Oh, so could you like did it tell you when the when the day affected, or was it kind of a?
1: Well, you could tell because day would change tonight. I believe. well, no, no. I
0: mean, like if each day they have a different uh, stat augmentation or whatever you want to call it, did they tell you? I mean, I I, I don't know. I mean, the thing I hate the most are like objects and aspects to to RPGs where they don't actually tell you it does anything. There's some, some stone you collect that the description tells you it's absolutely worthless and you don't know that some hidden number that the game doesn't even tell you about like luck or whatever it goes up astronomically, you know? That pisses me off. Yeah. Um, and a lot of RPGs actually do that.
1: I don't know. That's why you hate a lot of
0: RPGs. No, I don't hate them for that. It it just... I don't see why... What's the point of doing that? It's like... You're only going to know about it if you read their strategy guide or something. You know? I I don't see how you can... You're that observant to figure out some of those things, you know? It's a good way to sell their strategy
1: guides, then. I guess so.
0: But, uh... Something I heard, I think it was about this game... um, I, I haven't been able to find anything online to... To confirm it, but I, I really trust the source. Is that this game was originally developed for the, the PlayStation add on to the Super Nintendo?
1: I would be led to believe that's correct. Um,
0: and, and so I, I think this game had some bugs in it, and part of that would be because they had to do a conversion on the way through to obviously it's not a completely and, different uh, system. Um, but, port down, yeah.
1: because, um, Cause, um... The Super CD, as it was called, was um, actually had enhancement hardware yeah, in it.
0: kind of like coprocessors that were found in almost every cartridge Nintendo ever made. <laughs> it, was,
1: it was actually meant to bring uh, the Super NES to 32-bit. Oh, so it was like
0: a 32X for, for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> but, um, no, more like it's the Sega CD, but that's what scared Nintendo away from the, the contract. <laughs> those particular peripherals I think um, also I don't know if they were getting a very good deal uh, in terms of
1: Sony was kind of uh, raping yeah. them so well, that's, that's what happened and Yamauchi got pissed off and said screw
0: yeah, you so that, that's why you bought our PlayStation yeah so more history for, yep. from our Japanese games here um, I don't know if anyone else has played this game Um they do, please inform me why it has such a huge following. Because I just don't see it.
1: It's mediocre at best.
0: Okay. Say you chose a pretty peculiar last game here, Brad. <laughs> at least based on the I music. Think it's pretty ingenious.
1: <laughs> Nobody's going to figure this out. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know if that's the point of this game, but maybe, maybe the point of video trivia is <laughs> to make everyone feel like an idiot, I, especially with this.
1: Well, you got to have at least one stumper. Yeah,
0: well, I'm sure we already had a stumper. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I agree to this uh, round of radio trivia.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, We have a question. This game is often compared with which other title found on the same system?
2: Argentina, my own, no a
1: That's our new theme song for Radio Trivia. Forget Chase and Ricky. <laughs> that is awesome.
0: Wow. Uh, <laughs> that is probably the most dissonant stuff we've put on Radio Trivia. Without, without yeah, it being intentionally <laughs> sounding like horrible, because that wasn't horrible at all. Uh, that was crazy. I'm not, I'm not... That is Radio Trivia's new theme song. <laughs> uh, possibly. Um <laughs> Wow, um... I I guess that was Japanese, but... (laughs) I couldn't tell. I I, I could tell at times, but... Wow, geez, um... What a choice. Um... He's he's dying of laughter. No, I'm dying of cold. Oh, that too. Um, So, uh... The odd music you heard was from Gift Pia, which you may remember reading about, because for a while it looked like it was going to come out in America. But uh, with that soundtrack, it would have been very interesting. And <laughs> 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 uh,
1: Nintendo put the can on it shortly after uh, they announced it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was even uh, like English localization at E3. So like, they, they actually put some effort into it. um, And we don't know why they quit on it. They just did. I I bet they decided they'd rather just bring out Animal Crossing. Wasn't it shown before Animal Crossing came out? It was shown after. It was? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, why did they
1: Uh, Okay. Interesting. But, uh... I think it was an E303 title. Okay.
0: But, yeah, this this is the game that's often uh, compared with Animal Crossing because... Like Animal Crossing, it's pretty open-ended. It's mostly live-your-life. There is kind of an end because you can grow up, but it's still very free-form, just-do-what-you-want um, kind of gameplay.
1: Yeah, but unlike Animal Crossing, the game gave you limits. like you had a ball and chain on your ankle because you committed some kind of crime. Huh.
0: Okay. That was at the very beginning, though. I think that comes off. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it seems like it's a really weird game.
1: You also have a curfew. If you stay out after that curfew, goats
0: come and rob you. (laughs) Okay. That makes sense, really. It was cel-shaded, too. No, it doesn't. Um, If you're curious. Um, You know, I, I probably would have liked it. I can't get into Animal Crossing, but the music sure is crazy. Yes, it is. And with that, uh, that concludes this episode of Radio Trivia. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the, the Japanese tastes. Um, yeah. Sorry. Let us know if you want to do something like this again, because there's nothing saying we could, can't do another, uh, at least another Japan special. I don't know if we could find enough games for Europe, um, but there's not many of yeah, those. But there, there's sure are a lot of you know Japan-only releases. So. Yeah. Uh, let us know if you thought it was a good idea or if you felt like you were totally stupid because you didn't know any of the games. Um, because I don't know, this was a lot of fun and, and we got to do some weird stuff like like the BSX and,
1: and we discovered the new radio trivia theme. Uh,
0: right. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening and go back and play Mario Now. Oh yeah, as I. Right, good night, you go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Songs from Daigasu Band Brothers Tsuka Kyoku cartridge are copyright Nintendo and their respective owners. BS Zelda no Densetsu's copyright 1995 1996 Nintendo. Treasure Hunter G's copyright 1996 Squaresoft Sting. Kairu no Tame ni Kane wa Naru's copyright 1992 Nintendo. Seiken Densetsu 3's copyright 1995 Squaresoft. If IS copyright 2003 Nintendo Skip Limited.